You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Palmerbet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer. Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Every heart beats true for the red and the blue as we sing the song to you. Red Legs Radio with Ben Hook and Miles Fitzner on SENSA. Keep your eye on the red and the blue. Keep your eye on the red and the blue indeed. Hello, real footy fans. Welcome to Red Legs Radio. Thanks to Climate Air Conditioning and the Telstra Shop at Norwood. Telstra Shop Norwood knows everyone is different. Whatever you need, visit today. We're coming to you live from SEN Studio Lumo, 1 King William Street. We are 10 days away from the Red Legs opener, taking on the 2019 Premiers, the Tigers, Glenelg Footy Club. 3.05 p.m. at Adelaide Oval, Sunday week. We've got an enormous show this evening 2019 Michael Taylor medalist Brad McKenzie in the studio to join us very shortly. Greg Champion, not too far away. And the Sandful W skipper at the Red Legs, Alison Farrell, to join us as well. So, fantastic show ahead, but a big welcome to, in my opinion, the number one caller in Sandful footy, Miles Fitzner. G'day, Miles. Oh, gee, that's a big rap hooky. Thank you very much. Uh, Justified. Good, oh, good to be here. We're not sure if we're calling the game uh, coming up yet, but still a bit to work out. But uh, good to be here, and thanks to the partners of Climate Air and Telstra Shop Norwood. Probably need the Telstra Shop Norwood in here after the dramas that Kimbo and Rich have had with the phone lines <laughs> in the uh, in the last hour or so. But uh, hopefully our phone lines run a bit better, and uh, and we can get on with the show. Drive up from the southeast. You've been back and forth yeah, a bit so over the I'd, last couple of weeks. I have. Yeah, I drive up uh, every Wednesday night, then drive back every Saturday or Sunday. So committed, and hopefully uh, when footy's up soon, when we get uh, calling the footy here on 1629 SENSA. If anyone out there and wants to sponsor a broadcast, by the way, more than happy to sing out and take a phone call. But, uh, yeah, about to get up and running with that should be good. Norwood fans, Sanford footy fans, feel free to get involved in the conversation. Our phone line, one 736 736 Our text line, 0427 A big show ahead, as I said. I've got a question for you, Miles. Every year since 1991, there's been some sort of AFL involvement in the Sandful competition. Okay, so the Crows have either divided their players in and amongst uh, the Sandful clubs. Port Adelaide came in and then ultimately it went to a reserve structure. And this year, there'll be no AFL involvement whatsoever. All of the players have been pulled out of the Sandful competition. What do you want to happen in 2021? Do you want to see an eight-team competition again? Or would you like to see Port Adelaide and the Crows back in the league? Oh, this is going to get the phone lines going. <laughs> Crows or Port back in the league. Look, they've obviously got to have somewhere to go. I mean, there's the diehard Sample supporters out there, and I'm sure there's a few listening. Some of them are Red Leg supporters. Um, were saying that even when the Crows' involvement made it a lot worse um, and with the stacked amount of, uh, of AFL-listed players, it doesn't make for a fair or greater competition. But, I mean, Port have been in it a long time. Jeez, I don't know whether I might be uh, sitting on the fence here, but, uh, look, I'd like to see them back. Um, it's a little bit hard with the Crows, how they've got their listed of their top-up players um, that come in and support them, as well as their listed players. But Port, gee, can you imagine a sample without Port Adelaide or those two sides having to go and play in say, a, 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 re, um, a revamped VFL? one three hundred seven three six seven three six. 736 if you want to call in. Text line 0427 Do you want to see Port Adelaide and the Crows 
back in the competition next year. Now, Miles, one thing I've got to say, you can't have one without the other, can you? You can't say, yeah, we want Port, but we don't want Adelaide. No, correct. But uh, like, if you've got an idea out there of what we should uh, what, what should happen, um, if they do go into like a National Reserves competition, that'd be the ones that would probably go into the National Reserves competition under the AFL and then have our own comp. But... Look, oh, geez, it's a tough one to call. I'd still like to see Port in it. You know, the Norwood arch rivals, love to see Port Adelaide in it. Hey, we're nine days away from the start of the season as well, Miles. Um, we don't know yet what the government are going to allow with regard to fans at Adelaide Oval for the Saturday and the Sunday games next week. The talk, the number at the moment they're allowing is 500. And they're hopeful that they may be able to increase that. What do you think's reasonable? And I'll put it to you like this. At the Black Lives Matter protest, just at the front of Studio Lumo here, uh, three weeks ago, it'll be four weeks on July 4, which will line up with round two. So the protest was two weeks ago. I was very supportive of the protest. 6,000 people here, impossible to contact trace. Probably can do some contact tracing with regard to where we're going to be at Adelaide Oval in another two weeks' time. Do you want to see what sort of crowd do you think is reasonable at Adelaide Oval? Let's say for round two, so in another what are we talking? Sixteen days' time. Oh, round two. I mean, I, I still think that we should be looking could, at. Could some, you get five thousand? Th- well, I'm thinking could. I mean, you're only going to get that at certain games too, because some of the bigger clubs like ours, and uh, fortunate enough that we do get those crowds that are that large. But I mean, they're opening crowds up to racing at the moment. They're opening crowds up to NRL. Like they're saying at the NRL that they can have up to. Um, X amount of fans. I don't even get how many they're saying they can have up there. You know, the average crowds are something like eleven or twelve thousand. But look, I would have thought five thousand Adelaide Oval uh, or wherever they're going to play these games uh, would be fair. But I mean, everyone would have to be um, obviously have the app downloaded or be uh, eligible to be contact traced. But look, the way it's going, I'm pretty happy with the borders being shut. We'll get onto that a little bit later on. The borders <laughs> being shut, um, community transmissions at an all-time low. Um, look, we, we've got to start to wind this up now because the survival of the SANFL depends on it. 40 weeks since uh, people have been able to go to the football, except for the showdown last weekend. 40 weeks since we had the SANFL grand final here, September 22 last year. People want to go and see footy. I think we've got to give them that, that opportunity. Round one, I can understand you might just have a few teething problems with how you're going to manage it, but learn from that. Round two. Two and a half thousand each, I think, would be perfectly reasonable. Yeah, I'm in it. I'm, I'm with you all on board, Hooky. I reckon two thousand, two to four thousand at these games. Everyone's got to have the COVID app, contact tracing. You can spread them out. It's Adelaide Oval. It's massive. It holds what fifty odd thousand. So, I'm all for it. Get them in the gates. Get them there. Passionate. I'm sure when we talk to Geordie, she'll have a say on it too. Miles, we are very lucky to have a special guest join us this evening. Here's the Michael Taylor medalist from 2019. And if you look at the list of best and fairest players at the Norwood Football Club, he has joined an elite list. Big welcome to Red. Leagues Radio, Brad McKenzie. Yep, thanks for having us, boys. Um, good to be here. Brad, thank you for joining us. Um, what did that mean to you, winning the Best and Fairest last year? Um, yeah, obviously it's a massive privilege um, to win any accolade uh, at, a, at a football level, um, but especially at Sandville level and for the Nord Footy Club. Um, yeah, it's just a massive honour. Uh, <laughs> as you say, the, the people that have won it before me um, are some superstars in that. Um, and to be up on that list is pretty amazing. Um, but yeah, no, it was a good year for me last year, but I was hoping to um, replicate that this year, but it's gone a bit different um, so far. So. It was a bit of a ding-dong battle between you and Baldus. Baldus had obviously his greatest year and was probably the leading ruckman at the comp by a long, long, he's, long way. He's been a podium man so many times, And I'll tell you, it stings him, doesn't it, Brad? Like, it really does. And so it should because there's been a couple of years there where – but you had an exceptional year. But let's go back before we go to there. 37 games at the Kangaroos. You played 53 at Norwood now. 
You kick six goals at the Kangas over five seasons, then get delisted in a season where you play 17 games and you actually been playing pretty well. What was that like? And how did that sort of come about to be like, hang on, I've just played 17 games of AFL, finally hit your straps, you're five seasons in, about to hit it, and then bang, she's, she's gone. Uh, yeah, I've been asked this question before. Um, it's just a really strange one, really. Um, I was I was playing these games, but I sort of felt deep down that I was uh, still a chance to be gone. Um, and I don't really know why, but yeah, I, I felt like I had my best year and, you know, played some good games, but I felt like I was the first one always out um, and just on that fringe. So it was never really consolidated my spot um, properly. Um, but yeah, it was a bit of a strange one. Phone lines are running hot here on Redlegs Radio, one three hundred seven three six seven three six. That's one three hundred SEN SEN. John from Campbelltown has joined us. John, welcome to Redlegs Radio. You've got a question for our special guest, BMAC, the twenty nineteen Michael Taylor medalist. Thanks, Hookie. Um, a couple of questions for Brad. First of all, mate, thank you for choosing uh, to come out and play for our club, mate. Yeah, great. Um, it's been fantastic. Uh, a couple of years you've spent with Norwood, uh, you've been fantastic. So thank you for that. Um, nice congratulations you. on the win last year, mate. Well done. Yeah, really, cheers. I think that was outstanding. Thanks, um, mate. Just a, well, I've got a couple of questions. But the first one, full back this year, who uh, who do you think is going to fit into that role? Um, well, we've obviously got Michael Talia um, playing with the steel. And I think, you know, with the big key forwards these days, especially Gunnell, they've got a few. Um, he's vital to to take a tall key forward. And I think, you know, he, f- he fills the void. And also we got Cam Ball uh, coming up um, through the ranks and he's played some good footy last year, even for us in the league side. So yeah. I think he'll be another um, chance to play down there as well. And you got a, one more question, Tom? Yeah, cool. Oh, okay. Well, we'll go, we'll go, we'll go right to the core now. Um, now you're good mates with Basti. Yep. What is the chance of him coming back this season? Oh, we were going to ask this too. Great question, Johnny. Um, yeah, I keep in touch with Bassey quite often. Um, I don't think it's out of the question. Oh, Mac, um, tell us. Yeah, I don't think it's out of the question just yet. Would, but yeah, I don't really know too much more, to be honest. Oh, well, uh, tell you what, there's a would, collective would, crossing of fingers at the Norwood Footy Club. <laughs> we're hearing that news, John. Yeah, no, it's great. I mean, hopefully, um, you know, listen to Cox the other night. And we're sort of, you know, a bit more excited, I guess. I, I think our midfield... Brad would, was probably the, the best in the competition. I think with him potentially not playing, it's it's still good, but maybe not as, as great as I thought it would be. But yeah. um, you know, we've got we've got we've got um, uh, Tony Abbott coming back. I always call him Tony Abbott. You know the side, <laughs> so uh, he's like he's going to be like a recruit. So yeah. But um, look, as a as a as a member and fan, mate, I'm I'm stoked that the season's going to start, and you know I think you guys are going to give it a, a big shake this year. Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully we can get you out there to have a look as well. Good on you, John. Thanks for the call. We've got a text in. Love the Big Mac. Daddy been an order North Melbourne fan for years. What is your biggest highlight from both clubs? That's from Robert. My biggest highlight? Um, probably at Kangas, just, you know, playing my first AFL game was a, was a big thrill. But also I was actually a part of the game where Boomer um, broke the game's record, uh, 427 games. So that was oh, pretty special to be I a didn't part know that. of. Yeah. That's huge. Hey, we've got another caller on the line here. Uh, Kenny, welcome to Redlegs Radio. You're with Hookie, Miles and Brad McKenzie. How are you? I'm excellent, boys. Uh, Kenny from Kent Town. I've got one red eye, one blue eye, but I've got another coloured eye. I'm going to speak out of that most. <laughs> yeah, not bad, now, um, now, Brad, you know now that now that the uh, Port Adelaide 
and Adelaide Crows boys aren't there. We're the most successful club in the SNFL with 30 premierships. Yes, that's very good. You don't want them back. You don't want them back, do you? <laughs> well, that's no, that's our that. man. Do we want it? Don't, don't you want yeah. Port do you back think in so you can, back? Don't you want Port back in so you can chase them down, Kenny? Just seven? I'll tell you what we'll do with Port Adelaide. I, seriously, this is what we'll do with Port Adelaide. Careful. They can come back in as a separate Magpies identity, free of their AFL, just like they used to be before they went to the AFL. We'll have a 19 comp. Everybody's happy. Oh, geez, the phone lines have just blown up here. Kenny from Kent Town's just gone bang. Thanks very much, Kenny. Thanks for joining us. Hey, Brad, we'll go back to uh, a few questions that have been ticked off there. Yep. Mate, um, Brad Scott, what can you tell us about Brad Scott? Now, you may or may not want to talk about it, but uh, there there was a story that, that either you told me or someone told me a little while ago about that, that one day you actually found out missing out on an AFL game in the hallway you didn't know whether or not you'd been dropped or something like that, and Brad Scott walked straight past you with the head down and didn't even let you know that, that you weren't even playing. Walked straight past you in the hallway. Is that true? Jeez, he's gone with a bombshell. Uh, not quite true. Um, oh, well, it sounded all right. No, nah, Scotty, Scotty's an uh, unbelievable coach um, tactically. Um, he was very, very smart. Um, the way he sort of taught people footy and the way he spoke was very good. But, um, yeah, he did, he did struggle with... Uh, um, player management, I suppose, and he used to admit that um, quite openly. But yeah, no, there's a few little stories there that uh, I probably won't mention. Yeah, well, we'll leave those alone, mate. Uh, your cousin Cantahini. Let's move on to him. We'll talk yep. about a few of the Norwood players that are out, um, also playing Dylan Stevens as well. Yeah, uh, is your cousin. Drafted the Cats. How much influence did you have on him as he being drafted and, and talking to him about going to a new club and starting up? And and how's he going? Yeah, no, Cam's going good. I think he's really enjoying it over in Geelong. Um, becoming a bit of a TikTok star over there as well. By the way. <laughs> well, they're good, aren't they, the videos? <laughs> things. Um, but, no, nah, nah, it's actually um, quite funny because he's quite a bit younger than me. Um, and we actually got to play a bit of league footy together just before he got drafted, which was pretty special. Um, and, you know, the family are still over in Cleve, so they drove over. And, um, no, nah, it was really good to play a few games with him before um, he got to go away. But... Yeah, no, he's going really well. I think he's enjoying a bit of a different year for a first year at an AFL club for him. But, um, yeah, hopefully it keeps going all right. Do you know that the TikTok is also the name of the minute-by-minute minute explanation of what the president's been up to over the in the US over the course of the 24 hours? And with President Trump, I reckon that might be more bizarre than what you <laughs> oh, actually yeah, we're not see going there. on TikTok. Uh, BMAC, Richard Douglas lost a lot of experience to the club this year. What's he brought to the group with regard to experience and leadership? Yeah, you know, Dougie's... Uh, Obviously a superstar of the AFL. He's best and fairest winner for the Adelaide Crows. Um, had a 14-year career there um, in the AFL, which not many people can do. So, um, you know, he's added so much uh, experience to the group and leadership. And, you know, that's shown by he's already the vice captain of the footy club. Um, but, yeah, he's just he, – every time he speaks, you can tell everyone's listening and taking everything in um, on what he says. So he's been very good for us so far. A special guest is Brad McKenzie. We've got a massive show. We're coming up to a break. On the other side of that, we will be catching up with the all-time great Norwood Football Club supporter, Greg Champion. It's thanks to Climate Air Conditioning and the Telstra shop at Norwood. Have phones to drones, Fitbits to Foxtel. Visit their friendly experts at the Telstra shop. Norwood, today you're listening to Redlegs Radio. Every heartbeat's true for the red and the blue as we sing the song to Red Legs Radio with Ben Hook and Miles Fitzner on SENSA. Keep your eye on the red and the blue. We're 
Doing it out of SEN Studio Lumo. Thanks to Climate Air Conditioning at the Telstra Shop at Norwood. The Telstra Shop knows everyone is different. Whatever you need, visit today. Our special guest is Brad McKenzie. He won the best and fairest at the Norwood Footy Club in 2019. And Miles Fitzner grills each and every one of our guests every week. He's got 60 seconds to do so because Greg Champion is ready to roll. We'll wait for Greg. Apologies to Craig and Paula listening down. Brad's parents still at Normanville. Great people, <laughs> Craig and Paula. So shout out to you. But yeah, he uh, might have averaged 22 and a half last year at 98% disposal efficiency, but you won't get through this, Brad. Hey, mate, uh, here we go. Dinner at Griggy's or dinner at Baldur's? Uh, Baldur's. Baldur's, right. <laughs> play forward all season or play back and actually have to man up? Back and actually have to man up. <laughs> a beer at the coal with the boys or a white wine at home with Jess? <laughs> <laughs> I'll go beer at, beer at the coal. Brad Scott or Reece Shaw? Uh, I've never met Shorey, but I've heard good things. Yep, Shorey. Uh, Stevens or Tahini? Uh, I'll have to go Cam, yeah. Who's the most annoying at the club outside of Nunny? Uh, Nunny. Does Jake Sutcliffe still give you nightmares? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, a couple more. Uh, why don't you hang out with the boys more often? Uh, not sure. Jump the flu. Where, Fully loved up. When are you proposing? Mm, not sure either. And I hear you're a bit of a food man, and uh, Baldus tells me, favourite two restaurants in Adelaide. Do you know everywhere to go? And he said, Mudguts, you'll tell us. Um, I love Singapore House. On, nice. On Glen Osmond Road. Yep. Um, and Pork belly there's good. Actually, a little one that probably not many people have been to is Little NNQ on... Um, uh, Good Street. Yeah, Great very spot. nice. Well done, nice, Brad. Lovely Vietnamese place. Brad McKenzie is our guest and he's joining us thanks to Climate Air Conditioning and the Telstra Shop at Norwood. But this is the highlight of Red Legs Radio as we bring in our co-host from all the way over in Melbourne. Big welcome, Greg Champion. G'day, champs. Champs, you're there, champs. Uh, he's about oh, to be. Can you hear me all right? No, there we've he got is. you now. Hello, champs. We just had a little bit of trouble pushing buttons. My fat fingers just didn't quite work the system properly. Hey, uh, champs, what's it been like uh, over on that side of the border with the whole battle between uh, Premier Dan Andrews and the entire population of South Australia? Yeah, look, uh, I'm because I've been in Victoria so long. I'm. I say that I'm bisexual about my nationality <laughs> and so uh, I can see things both ways so I can see when um, yeah yeah so I, I, I you know um, South Australia my home state whom I dearly love um, you know we can take we can be a bit touchy about these things but you know that's a pretty light-hearted remark yeah I know that we need yeah. to um, start talking about Sandful footy in the next couple of weeks, but unfortunately, your other club, the Adelaide Crows, were not good on the weekend, champs. What did you make of their performance in the showdown? We were just foxing. <laughs> we we don't want to be too good too early. Uh, yeah, it was scary. It was it was everything. It was shattering. It was disappointing. Um, uh, but um, and I don't have any obviously great hope. For this week, again, so, you know, obviously, you know, giant killing uh, Gold Coast Suns, but, um, you know, that's footy and they're just trying to be philosophical about it. And it's not working. Hey, James, one thing I wanted to ask you, there could have been champions, as we've said before, a bit before my time. Now, I can do as much homework as I can. Began in 1981, so it's six years before I was even thought about, um, before <laughs> my dad might have had a couple and my mum might have had a few more. Champs, how did the Could Have Been Champions start? Did the group of you blokes just get together and decide that you were just going to have a laugh and a chat? Just tell us a bit about how it all began. Two blokes met at uni. 
and they thought they could do a entertaining, humorous football program. They approached Community Radio, and the boss of Three Triple R said, "You can start this Saturday," and then they packed it because he <laughs> said start straight away and they weren't really ready. So they started that week and it just grew from there. That's the short version. Uh, and then the, some of the, the key, uh, you know, long-term members, we all joined within the next two years. I joined in 83. You mentioned 81 start. I joined in 83 and a couple of the other key members in 82. And uh, they, they drifted in, into community radio over the first couple of years. And then years later, in 2003, you're inducted into the MCG Media Hall of Fame. I mean, that's, that's, a, that's a fair old go for a few blokes that just wanted to have a bit of a laugh. Well, I suppose it is. That's something that's, you know, uh, that's so long ago now. I've forgotten about that too. But uh, I said, that is an honour, I guess you must say. And it was a, it was a good night out and then you just move on. But uh, no, there's a few um, heavyweights in that Hall of Fame. Champs, uh, we've got the 2019 Norwood Football Club best and fairest, Brad McKenzie, in the studio with us. Now, I know that you're a big fan of John Wynne. John Wynn never won a best and fairest for the Norwood Football Club. So I'm going to go back into the era when you were, you know, it was your sweet spot of supporting the Norwood Footy Club. I'm going to give you some names. I need you to tell me your number Mm. one Norwood Footy Club former best and fairest winner. And I'll go right back to the really early days. Uh, Wedding, Kneebone, Oti, Taylor, Dylan, Pope, Neil Craig, Michael Aish, Greg Turbull, Keith Thomas, Gary McIntosh. There you are. There's a reasonable list. Who's your number one out of that lot? Oh, yeah, Tank Meebone. Wedding, though. Wedding was an ornament. He, um, he was so popular with people. <laughs> he, was, he was a gentleman. Bill Wedding, you know, being a ruckman, but he was, he was, he was a gentleman. And he just had an aura of uh, kindness about him. And so Bill Wedding and Tank Meebone and, of course, Robert Odie, that would be, um, yeah, given I was younger then, those three, uh, they get gold, silver and bronze in any order. Yeah, Bill Wedding, what a legend of South Australian football he was. Champs, uh, we always have to defer to your wonderful musical talents. I'd be staggered if you didn't have some sort of tribute to the Crows after what's been a pretty difficult couple of weeks for the club. I took a, uh, an idea that came in on the Twitter from a Swiss Schwert. His name, surname is Schwert. And he did follow Centrals and uh, did, did that. I think that Schwert who played for the Crows. Stephen. Was he a Centrals player? From, from Central District, exactly. He's actually the fitness coach for the SA Redbacks now. Okay. He's tight. Yeah. Okay, so I don't know if he's related to this Swiss Schwert. He's, he, he calls himself Swiss Schwert. And he check, uh, he tweeted tweets us a lot. And he tossed up this idea. And we've cooked up this up today. And here's the new Crows song, gentlemen, starting now. We are laughing stocks in Rundlemore, abandoned by the Barossa. We're pariahs at the Ramsgate, we're persona non grata. <laughs> Even scorned in good old Walkerville, down the bay, we're on the nose. Down from Handorf through to Salisbury North, where the crumbling Adelaide crawls. <laughs> I don't reckon there's a, a VFL AFL club that you haven't 
turned their club song against them in some way, champs. It's nice to know that you can add Adelaide to the list. I remember you named you nailed Richmond with ninth, Carlton with winning Wooden Spoons, Collingwood with uh, complaining about umpires. Uh, so nice you that do, the Crows have got a mention as well. You do know a lot more about my songs than I. <laughs> I've, t- I've told you, champs. He's a fangirl. He he, go, he grins in the studio here every week. He, he knows all about it. It's it's his favourite segment of the show. Absolutely loves it. But just quickly before we get another one from you, champs, if you want to call in one three hundred seven three six seven three six or send us a text oh four two seven one five four one double six with other questions for champs, a song you want to hear, or a question for Brad McKenzie, do so. Champs, have you got another one there for us? Because look, I would have really liked a Dan Andrews special this week, but. Uh, have you got something else for us? <laughs> uh, here we go. Uh, I, I found this going back a few years. Um, I was cooking this up for this weekend on the radio program. Here we go. Um, I can still remember Andrew Jarman's kick. Half-time score was 12 goals, 12 to 6 goals, 6. I see David Marshall, a wingman with panache, last man ever to play AFL with a moustache. Well, for a while. <laughs> yes. Adelaide, for a while. They're back now. They've come, they come back into the vengeance. <laughs> they've come back a bit. Adelaide Crows, I've given you the best years of my life. All those Popeye River Sundays, all those steamy Ramsgate nights. I was so fond of Eddie Hocking and Adam Saliba too. Adam Saliba. Thought that Cornsey was Messiah, but we never really knew Robert Shaw was coming behind him. <laughs> I recall Tregenza, a bloke called Darren Smith, a man called Scotty Hodges. Oh, how much he's missed. Had so much affection for the great man, Johnny Klug. Don't think we ever found out just what Johnny Klug could do. <laughs> now we've waited so long for joy to come again. Many years since premierships, maybe nine or ten, and now we have a leader who's brought his own approach. At least he did the decent thing and got a homegrown coach. <laughs> Adelaide Crows, I've given you the best years of my life, even back the run for Parliament of Graham Corns' wife. <laughs> I was so busy cheering Blighty and the two flags in a row that I never thought the third year he'd quit the club and go, and that Gary Ayres was coming behind him. Mm-hmm. There we go. Hey, oh, well done, Chance. <laughs> uh, Chance, we're coming up to a break fairly shortly, but if you've got one to send us towards a break and then we'll get you to stick around, we'll talk a little bit about what's going on across the border in 40. Oh. One to send us to the break. Have we got two minutes? It's about two minutes long. Two we've minutes is good minutes? with us. Yes. Perfect. Oh, um, I, I, based on an uh, Irish song called The Orange and the Green about uh, political factions in Ireland. Yeah. Oh, it is. Oh, it is the biggest mix-up that you have ever known. Me father is a power man. Me mother, she's a crow. Oh, my daddy is a blue collar. From Ethelton came he. My mother is a Beaumont girl. She went to MLC. <laughs> At a motel in Glenelg, the two were wed and honeymooned. But since Port joined the AFL, they sleep in separate rooms. <laughs> and when the crows arrived, my father fell for Nigel Smart, Scotty Hodges, David Marshall, cute young Benny Hart. While Daddy fed me stories of Alberton by night and raved about his heroes, David Granger and Bruce Light. Now, when I was small, my mum said, if you know what's good for you, you'll be a loyal Norwood boy and dress in red and blue. But me dad had other plans as soon as mum was out of sight. 
and he dressed me in the prison stripes of magpie, black and white. And then one day at football park, it was showdown X1V. I was with me mum and dad and things began to turn ugly. Pretty soon it fired up a Ramsgale style melee and me being strictly neutral, everybody belted me. <laughs> oh, it is the biggest mix-up that you have ever known. Me father is a power man. Me mother, she's a crow. There you go, guys. Uh, oh, that's brilliant. Awesome. Chaps, and three songs, the, men, the Ramsgate Hotel got to mention in all three of them. They've got to so start sponsoring the, the, the show. So did Scotty Hodges. <laughs> Tell you got to be a fair girl for Scotty Hodges. Chaps, <laughs> don't go away. We're off to a break. Climate air conditioning to the Telstra shop at Norwood. Have drones. Two, have phones to drones. Fitbits to Foxtel. Visit their friendly experts today. You're listening to Red Leg Radio. Red Legs Radio with Ben Hook and Miles Fitzner on SENSA. Keep your eye on the red and the blue. Thanks for tuning in to Red Legs Radio. It's thanks to Climate Air Conditioning and Telstra Shop at Norwood. The Telstra Shop at Norwood knows everyone is different. Whatever you need, visit today. Greg Champion is on the line with us. But I'll tell you what, Miles, this is something pretty special because... I heard that there was a possibility of an anonymous source coming through to Redlegs Radio and a caller has arrived, known only as The Leak. The Leak, welcome to Redleg Radio. Hi, guys. How are you? We're very well. The Leak here. Have you got, what have uh, you got to, for to us? Me, it's a pretty ordinary voice on The, on the Leak, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's a little rough. But listen, mate, sometimes I ring, sometimes I text, but believe me, I'm not wrong on this one. Okay. The SANFL will announce tomorrow that upwards of 2,000 spectators per club will be invited to the games from round one. From round one. So next weekend, nine days' time, we'll see 4,000 people per game. Guaranteed, mate. Got to go. I'll catch you next week for the leak of the week. I've got to go, Phillips. They're tracing the call. The leak. Well done, the leak. So there you have it. Breaking news here on Red Leg Radio. We're going to see 4,000 people at the footy. Sandful round one next week. And, of course, on the Sunday, that will be Glenelg taking on Norwood at 3.05 p.m. Greg Champion is with us. That's the news from uh, over this side of the border. Any fans allowed at your games yet, mate? <laughs> when you say your games, you mean the games being played in Melbourne, I guess. Correct. Um, yeah, look, uh, I only know what you see on the news. So uh, uh, if uh, you'll know when I do, but uh, none as yet. Only cardboard cutouts, but we've had some fun with the cardboard cutouts. Um, <laughs> yes. A listener suggested to our show, suggested that the cardboard cutouts, that to keep it authentic, a couple of them should be ejected at three-quarter time. <laughs> <laughs> well, there was uh, Jared uh, Walsh, who's the Port Adelaide grand announcer. He did suggest that the Port Adelaide, the Crows fans, the 400-odd Crows fans who were allowed in to the showdown last week, would there be replacements for when they all left at three-quarter time, oh. which uh, started a little bit of a debate over here. Hey, Jebs, what have, oh, what's, yes. what's been things like uh, with the prison bar debate? That's been pretty strong over here. David Koch, the Port Adelaide chairman, is uh, gunning for uh, the prison bar Guernsey to be worn more regularly by the Port Adelaide Football Club. Eddie Maguire, very, very upset about that, which is probably the one reason why I'd support Koshy in this endeavour, if it upsets Eddie. What's been your take from uh, your neck of the woods? I think Eddie, um, God love him, Eddie, Eddie likes a stouch and he just never takes a backward step. So um, I don't know. I, I'm all in favour of the prison bars and I don't know why it's such a big deal to Eddie. 
Um, so uh, I, the prison bars, you know, for, for a lot of us, let them play in the prison bars. Now, Eddie may think he has to, you know, m- m- sanctify the black and white, that has to keep exclusive rights to the black and white colours, um, but Eddie just never takes a backward step, and he seems to ready to blue with everyone. <laughs> so uh, I hope the I hope the prison bars win. But champs, the actual the the problem is that the AFL and Collingwood have consulted and, and spoken about it when Port obviously came into the competition, and the black and white of the magpie, the black and white, and the stripe was actually essentially labelled as a copyright, and the copyrights are owned by the AFL. Like I think Eddie's got a leg to stand on here. I think Koshy yeah, really. is just barking up. I think I think it's his feature moment for Koshy to say, well, "Look, I'm a man of the people." But true. but I reckon it's it is legally, uh, legally. Yeah. I don't think they can do it. Well, that's true too. Koshy's Koshy likes the stouts too, so it's all headline grabbing. So the two of them are as bad as each other, and um and it's only port. So in the end, do <laughs> <laughs> whack. Let's uh, let's uh, just run around the AFL very quickly. Firstly, I want to ask uh, all of you about North Melbourne. I'll start with you, Brad McKenzie. Your old mob are they the real deal this year? Um, yeah. Well, obviously had a good win first round back, however long ago that was. But then, yeah, on the weekend against GBIS, they were obviously very good and played a good brand of footy. And um, I know that the boys boys at the Kangas are really happy with Shorey and everyone's um, in it together um, and they're really happy there and it's a good place to be at the moment. Miles, is there a team that has impressed you in the first two rounds and a team that has underwhelmed? Uh, yeah, the Cats have impressed me. The Cats impressed me first round. They look clean and sharp. They get a lot of games at home early. We'll talk to Alison Frowell about it when she comes up soon too. Mad Cat supporter. But the Cats impressed me. They look they look like an outfit. Uh, the team that disappointed the Bulldogs. Jeez, and like they've got the acid test this week against the GWS, I think it is. But, geez, they are they are flat, the doggies. And uh, it's not going to be good news for them if they sort of drop another one or two in a row. Jam, the champs, the team that's smelling like a rose and the team that's smelling like something else, in your opinion? I'd like to sit on the fence and say we've had one round and things change so quickly. Yes. Um, but, but, however, if I'm forced into it, the Gold Coast clearly are scary, and I, you know, as I mentioned, don't like the Crows' chances this week. And as for a team that's tanking, um, we won't. Uh, that's uh, struggling. Oh uh, yeah, well, um, yes, well. Um, You're talking about the tankers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, but it's only one round, and maybe things change. The landscape may change after. After this weekend. Hawthorne taking on Richmond tonight. Brad McKenzie, your thoughts? Um, yeah, should be a good game. Obviously, Richmond um, didn't have a great start last week to the game. Second uh, second half, they sort of got a bit better, but it was a pretty scrappy game all around last week. So, Hawthorne were not much better. So, who knows, really? Miles, your tip for tonight? Uh, yeah, the Tigers win easily for me, um, 25 or 30 points. But um, yeah, one thing I'm looking to see on the weekend is, can Matt Rowell at the Gold Coast go again? Back it up. Go again, because... That when you start seeing players like that that come out and go bang, and then they get a bit of pressure, and he's been in the media all week, can he just go out and have another twenty-five or six and turn it on? We know blokes like Lockie Neal can. They've been in the system a long time, but as a youngster, first season, second game, geez, he's good. Champs, what did you make of the AFL changing the rules? Uh, uh, Burgoyne, Sean Burgoyne got a fine, and then they said uh, if you do that again, you'll get suspended. Always good at the AFL just to make their own rules up as they go along. Doesn't it look like if you're 36 and you've played 370-odd games or something? You're a legend. Uh, they yeah, yeah. Invo- you get a hall they pass. Invoke the, 
Sorry? You get a hall pass. Yeah, you got. They invoked the 360 game, 37 year old rule. Okay, we'll just yeah brush this one under the carpet. That's how it looks. Well, you may as well just say that. Just say you know what. Everyone else would get a game, but because Burgoyne's a legend and he's been such a good, clean player for so long, you get a week off. I, I, I mean, I don't like these early guilty pleas and all of those sorts of things, but I've got no drama if they had have just said, you know what, legend of the game, he gets a freebie. And and what's more, he uh, he, he, he chuckled uh, Dangerfield. Uh, a lot of heads would probably be concussed by that impact, but Dangerfield seems to be made of concrete, <laughs> uh, and that maybe helped get Burgoyne off. Hey, a text come in on the text line, the Telstra Shop Norwood text line. Love the big Mac Daddy. He's been a Norwood and North Melbourne fan for years. What's your biggest highlight from both clubs? It's from Robert. Yeah, we only read that half an hour ago, but you can ask, answer it again, B-Mac. <laughs> and we've been um, over that. Yeah. I yeah. just uh, I just waved to you in the studio and said, <laughs> the text. Oh, well, yeah, we no, haven't been was, over it. That was uh, where I was in Boomer's um, record-breaking game with 427. Oh, dude, there we go. Yeah, Live yeah, on air. We can write a song about that next week, champs. Yeah, covering old ground. I tell you what, we are heading off to a break. Greg Champion is the co-host of Red Legs Radio. Thank you once again for joining us from across the border. We appreciate A, your insights and B, your musical input. Champs, well done. Always a pleasure. See you next time. Good evening, gentlemen. Thanks, champs. See you, mate. Climate, air conditioning and the Telstra shop, Norwood. Telstra shop, they have phones to drones, Fitbits to Foxtel. Visit their friendly experts today. We'll be catching up with Ali Farrell, the captain of the Norwood Sandford team very shortly. You're listening to Red Legs Radio. Every heart beats true for the red and the blue as we sing the song to you. Red Legs Radio with Ben Hook and Miles Fitzner on SENSA. Keep your eye on the red and the blue. Thank you for tuning in. You're listening to Miles Fitzner, Ben Hook, and our special guest, Brad McKenzie of the Norwood Football Club. We're doing it thanks to Climate Air Conditioning and the Telstra Shop at Norwood. Telstra Shop at Norwood knows everyone is different. Whatever you need, visit today. Another guest join us very shortly, Alison Ferrell. She is the captain of the women's football team. Before we get to her, Brad McKenzie, uh, you're going to start to maybe sing some songs for your teammates now that you've just spent half an hour with Greg Champion? <laughs> that was uh, very interesting there um, to listen to Greg, but... I don't think I'll be uh, doing that. <laughs> Who would? Who'd be the blo- Who'd be the bloke that would really like get into the singing the songs and all that for the team? Um, Declan. Declan, oh, alright, he's a <laughs> chirpy fella. He, he'd love to, I reckon. Let's turn our attention, boys, to uh, the only Norwood Footy Club competition that actually got underway so far this year. Four games in, the Sanford women's team just sitting outside of the four at the moment, but they're going to do something about that in the second half of the year. Joining us is their captain, Alison Farrell. Alison, welcome to Redlegs Radio. Hey, guys. How you going? Uh, What's the period of time been like? I mean, it's one thing for Brad McKenzie and his mates who haven't had a chance to even play a game yet, but what about for you? I had to start, then stop, and now you've got to restart very shortly. Yeah, it's, it's been pretty interesting. Um, tough times for everyone, but um, yeah, we're really excited now. Didn't even know if the season was going to happen and like continue, so um, yeah, we're just excited, really, just to get cracking again, and hopefully some more wins on the board. Alison, how have you found the responsibility of leadership this year? Beck McMahon's been the captain for very much uh, the first part of of women's football at the Norwood Football Club. How have you found that responsibility? Um, yeah, well, I was vice-captain last year, um, so uh, it's a little bit changed. Um, but, you know, I just try to be myself still, and um, I'm a natural leader, so I uh, haven't changed too much. And... Um, 
yeah, with Leah Cutting and Beck as captains, they uh, really did set a good path for me and uh, a great culture at the club. So, yeah, I'm loving it. Alison, you might have to listen to uh, Off the Bench with Hutchie and Damo on Saturday mornings on SEN because I wouldn't be surprised if you make the oh, self-congratulator of the year oh, award with uh, the love, natural leader. We life. love to pump the old tickets to natural leader. <laughs> Alison, the one thing I've heard about you is you're one of the nicest girls getting around the club. Now, what I try to do is not because it's fun um, and not because I'm a bad bloke, but it's I do like to text a few of the girls and dig a bit of dirt. Now, hard to get some dirt on oh, you, here we go. but th- this one really caught me off guard. I've heard a little whisper that you are right into your sprint car racing. Now, for those of you listening, oh. like, and I mean, this is like dirt, you know, a bit of Jack Daniels on the hill, dirt, mud. <laughs> this is like, this is the bottom of the bottom of motorsport racing, isn't it? Can you tell yeah, yeah. me, do you watch, do you split screen almost what sprint car racing and other sport at the same time? You've done some digging there. Um, yeah, no, um, I love it. I've been going since I was, able to go into the ladies' bathroom by myself because I would always go with my dad. So, um, yeah, I've grown up with it. And, um, yeah, I've got three TVs set up at home. So I'll have sprint cars Fair on one, come. the now, footy on the other two. So. Now, tell me, is it also true that you met your, hu- your husband or partner, Brad, there? Is that right? Yeah, yeah, that's oh, how I'm me. right on the money today, hooky. Yeah. How romantic. <laughs> yeah. And and one yeah. one last one, then I'll, I'll hand you over to Brad. He might have some serious questions. The girls also I sound like me... such a bogan. Yeah. Well, I'm about to make you sound even more bogan, Alison. The girls tell me that you can punish a beer and are proud of it that you can punish a beer better than a Cooper's beer, mind you, better than anyone else at the club. Is that correct? Yeah. Uh, always Cooper's. Um, and yes, at the end of the season, I'll have a good crack out of it. That's what we want to hear. That's what we want to hear. I've yeah. won BOG at this. <laughs> hey, Alison, it's uh, Brad here. Um, bit hey, of Brad. A, bit of a serious question. Uh, who are the young Who are the young guns coming through the ranks uh, in the women's team there? Yeah, we've got a few, actually. It's really exciting. So, um, yeah, you spoke to one last week in Jade Halfpenny. Um, so I coached her last year in under-17s, and um, this is her first year in senior footy, and she's just doing, like, really taken a massive step up and um, slotted a few goals for us too and then um, two weeks I think before that you spoke to Matilda Zander and uh, she's going to have a strong chance of getting drafted and um, she's been selected in the VFL squad for Collingwood as well with Steve Simon so um, yeah she's really strong and then also Matia Breed um, from the Northern Territory she's from Darwin um, she's come down from there and she's uh, ha- having a really dominant season and um, hopefully she'll get drafted too. So, yeah, there's three strong ones. We better jump in there, Alison. You're going to list the whole team in a minute. We'll have uh, 22 <laughs> players drafted very shortly. Very quickly, do you know who you're going to play next week? We're not far away from uh, the resumption. Do you know who you've got? Yeah, yeah. So we've got the first two games um, lined up now. So first game's against Centrals, out at Central. So um, that's a nice start back for us. Good lung buster um, on the big ground. Yeah, and we lost to them in round one, which was... a bit of an upset so um you know we our blood's still boiling from that so hopefully you know we'll go out crack um wearing to go to beat them and and the following week we've got the eagles at home apparently so um that's going to be a good one too well allison we're very much looking forward to the resumption of the sandful w season just out of the five at the moment but a really important draw against west adelaide before uh the COVID 19 break can't wait to see you back in action against the bulldogs out elizabeth next weekend 
Yeah, thanks. Uh, can't wait. <laughs> Alison Farrell, our special guest on Red Legs Radio, the captain of the Norwood Football Club. Hey, boys, just a, a little note. I think we're going to be running a People's Choice Award. It's thanks to People's Choice Credit Union. And what it will be, it'll be fans voting for their best player and the award will be known as the People's Choice Award. So that's just a little bit of news coming through. Keep an eye out for that, Norwood fans. Get involved in the People's Choice Credit Union People's Choice Award for their best player of the week. Hey, uh, Brad McKenzie, thanks for joining us on Red Legs Radio tonight. Appreciate your company. Yeah, no worries. Thanks for having me, boys. And uh, Miles, another great show. Yeah, Brad's been excellent, hasn't he? But uh, yeah, I'm, uh, it's nearly time up. Good to get out of here. I'm off down to the colonists. Have dinner with Toby Jackson and Franklin down there. A couple of girls just... Have a nice meal. Have a Barossa Boy Red. So uh, good to get there. Climate Air Conditioning uh, is our lead partner here at Red Legs Radio, along with the Telstra Shop at Norwood. The Telstra Shop at Norwood, they have phones to drones. They have Fitbits to Foxtel. So you need to visit their friendly experts today. Well, we're very close. We are 10 days away from the big game, Norwood versus Glenelg. We'll see you next week on Red Legs Radio. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Mackers, together and loving it. TNCs apply.